Today is Ash Wednesday, and the time that the church and Christians around the world mark the beginning of the season of Lent and the 40-plus days leading up to Easter. Hello, everyone. This is Rev Brad. You're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from The Touchline. If you're a regular for the podcast, thank you for listening. Today's podcast is actually just the audio for our English Ash Wednesday video, which you can find on our website, on the app, or on our YouTube channel. Let me encourage you, if you have 10 minutes, check it out. The video service features Tacoma Defiance volunteer chaplain Jubal McDaniel reading and animating the text of Psalm 90, uh, the message version, and he does an awesome job. Paul Zach makes a special musical guest appearance with a permission-provided music video for Psalm 90. You can see more of Paul Zach's music at paulzachmusic.com. And finally, I offer a reflection on Psalm 90 in the light of the Colorado Marshall fires that devastated uh, a few neighborhoods north of us just a few months ago. And I also offer a virtual imposition of the ashes. Hablas Español? También hemos producido una versión en español que es totalmente diferente y rezamos para que ambas pueden ser de bendición para usted. We'll be back next week with our regular kind of podcast. May God bless you during the season of Lent. He's found the space and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post almost made him in and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle and what a goal! What a goal! God, it seems you've been our home forever. Long before the mountains were born, long before you brought earth itself to birth, from once upon a time to kingdom come, you are God. So don't return us to mud, saying, back to where you came from. Patience, you've got all the time in the world. Whether a thousand years or a day, it's all the same to you. Are we no more to you than a wispy dream? No more than a blade of grass that springs up gloriously with the rising sun? and is cut down without a second thought. Your anger is far and away too much for us. We're at the end of our rope. You keep track of all our sins, every misdeed, since we were children is entered in your books. All we can remember is that frown upon your face. Is that all we're ever going to get? We live for 70 years or so. With luck, we might make it to 80. And what do we have to show for it? Trouble. Toil and trouble are a marker in the graveyard. Who can make sense of such rage, such anger against the very ones who fear you? Oh, teach us to live well. Teach us to live wisely and well. Come back, God. How long do we have to wait? Entreat your servants with kindness for a change. Surprise us with love at daybreak, then we'll skip and dance all the day long. Make up for the bad times with some good times. We've seen enough evil to last a lifetime. Let your servants see what you're best at, the ways you rule and bless your children, and let the loveliness of our Lord, our God, rest on us, confirming the work that we do. Oh, yes, affirm the work that we do. 
To the dust we shall return From the dust we came To the dust we shall return God everlasting Age unto age the same We are a moment Then like a breath we fade mm -hmm. I'm standing overlooking the mountains that are the backdrop for the Marshall Fire, which happened just a few months ago here in Colorado. A thousand homes burned right behind the camera here. I'm not going to show it to you, but trees burnt to a crisp, homes leveled, nothing left, maybe a few stones and brick mortar left that survived the fire and the damage, but everything else wiped out in a matter of just a few hours through a brush fire. What do we do in times of devastation like this? You know, we read the text, we hear the words, Lord, you have been our dwelling place. And most of us have a dwelling place. We have a, a place we call home. It's a place that's supposed to be safe. It's a place where we have memory, where we have our families. We, we grow up. We, we're protected in some ways from the outside world and everything else that goes on, whether at our work, our football, we come home and here's a place that's safe. But what happens when we lose that? In ancient times, Jewish believers would take ash 
and they would put it on their foreheads as a, a sign and symbol of repentance and mourning. An acknowledgement that they were weak and that they needed God and they needed God's strength to do something powerful within them. This Ash Wednesday, I don't know where you are. You, you can see behind me some of the burnt fence posts. If I showed you pictures of these homes, you might feel as gutted as I have driving through these neighborhoods. Maybe for you it's different though. Maybe you've lost something else. Maybe there's something in your football that you've lost. Or, or family. Someone has a diagnosis or, or their separation and, and you haven't spoken to someone for a long time. Maybe it's something even within your faith that's broken, damaged. Maybe there's nothing for you because you don't believe in God anymore. Maybe He let you down. Maybe like these fires raged through here, you feel somehow He was responsible for that thing that happened to you and in your life. My friend, that's okay. In fact, that's maybe the best space to come into Ash Wednesday because you realize you have nothing else, nothing left. Nothing to give and, and nothing maybe even to receive, even from God. I just want to encourage you and remind you that the story, the greatest story, is about God taking nothing and doing something with it. We read in the early pages of the Bible that out of nothingness, God spoke the worlds into existence. Everything we see and everything we don't see, He created. He spoke life. So my friend, even if you have nothing, with God, He can do something with it. I just want to encourage you that in this moment, and symbolically as I take these ashes, as a symbol not only of where I stand, new life will happen here. Homes will be rebuilt. Community will regather in this place. And much like that happens, God too can do an amazing work in your heart and in mine. So my friend, symbolically I just want to place these ashes on you and remind you that God can do something even though it feels like there's nothing left. My friend, remember, you are dust. To dust you'll return. Turn from sin and follow Christ. Christ.